one of the things to like be aware of is they do things in a coercive place. She called it bounded choice. So you think you have freedom, but really there's this coercive control. There's this like pressure. Like you think you could like maybe not come on a Thursday, but then everyone's like, why aren't you here? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lisa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity. And it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Oh, and stick around to the very end because we got some outtakes. That's been happening. There's always outtakes, um, <laughs> and the team does collect them for bloopers on the YouTube. But uh, we're adding them into the end of the pod because you know what? You need to know that we are not perfect. You're not perfect. And we're perfect, enjoying the process. And we are enjoying that. So have a good laugh on our behalf. Love you. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to talk about the Illuminate. <laughs> The, the, illum- the what? The, the what? Illum- leave it in. The illuminative. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, this is not going to go well. Illuminative. Illuminative? Yeah. Illuminative. You're going to put that before her name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I had with Daniela Mastanek Young <laughs> in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now. Go back and listen to that one. Like, I know I say this every week, but fucking go listen to that one. <laughs> Oh, it's a great episode. She is amazing. And since then, she has been quoted in the, uh, um, it was either the, it was the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal. Either one is still like, like badass, like not just like one quote, like they did a whole profile on her because of like, how, like because of the expertise she has in this topic. Um, and so anyways, we're going to get a little culty here. Uh, well, actually, we're going to get unculty is what we're going to do in this episode. Uh, so congratulations. Yeah. You're all cult members now. No, no, we are not a cult. We are a group. We are just a group. I know. We're, just a group. It's the opposite of everything that she stands for. <laughs> um, we are a group. That's what she stands for. We're just a group. We're just a group. It's a good group. You know, I think we talked about this in, a, in the podcast. We'll get into it in a second. But she asked, like, is uh, before we hit record, like, is Pilates like culty? And I said, oh, it can be. And you laughed. I laughed. Yeah. I totally laughed. I said, it can be. It was like a scoff, like a true scoff, right? And um, recently I was traveling somewhere and it's like, there are some people that might think that they're like part of a group, but like, if you can't go to another person's thing because of the group you're in, that's a cult. That's a cult. You should be able to go and explore other groups without yeah. offending people in your group. Anyways, we'll in, no, in, in no way, shape or form is one person 100% correct. No. It's not, literally not possible. I am on a fucking mission when it comes to the Pilates industry. And I'm, you know, I'll, I'll probably die trying, but (laughs) I just, I, I want people, it's supposed to be fun. It's a fucking workout. And like, you're never supposed to stop learning and you cannot agree with someone. You cannot like something that they do or the way that they do it. That doesn't mean you can only like someone else. Anyways, today is September 21st, 2023, and it is World Gratitude Day, and this day aims to remind us of the importance of expressing gestures of thanks and appreciation. And I'm gra- grateful for the 12 apostles of Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I actually really like this because ways you can express gratitude is like, just, just maybe like, Maybe for maybe for the day, like just set a remind, like set a note to, to, when you're procrastinating to just text anybody in your contacts list. Hey, you know what? Thanks for saying that one thing a month ago. I just thought of you, and I really remember when you said that. Like, just try for one day just sending random acts of gratitude in your text messages. You have no idea. Whenever I get those from a friend, yeah, I it's like they always come at the time when you're like, you need them the most. When you're like, why the fuck do I even exist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So anyways, not to be dramatic, but seriously, um, it's really true. And, you know, so and something that I did while I was traveling is I was like, 
waiting for a door to open. So I was scrolling through stories, which is like something I never do. And there was people who were posting things that are friends of mine or tangentially. And like, instead of responding in their DMs, I texted them. My response would be in their DMs. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, because it's way more fun to text back and forth. You know, I did some voice text messages. Anyways, I could have done it. I could have done it in the DMs, but it's complicated. And so I just, I also want people to see in their, I don't want people to be scared of their text messages. Like, you know, anyways, uh, that's what you well, should be doing today. Yeah. I mean, I, even, even if you don't have a specific thing that you're grateful for about them, just texting them and saying, Hey, I was thinking about you Yep, is magic. Yes. You know? So, and I, I really encourage you to make a habit of if somebody pops into your head, tell them mm-hmm. and you don't have to tell them what you thought about. You can, but it could just be like, Hey, was thinking about you. Hope you're loving life. Did we talk about this on the podcast about Tasha? We did. We, did I tell yeah, you this? I think on the pod? a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like me, just thinking. I just we 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 made a funny little voice note. I'm like, yeah. we're in my dreams, and it was like the thing she needed for that. Yeah, probably that, that week. Uplifting. So, yes. Yeah. Anyway, today's World Gratitude Day. So you go know, be grateful. Do it. Um, <laughs> be this, fucking grateful. This is your cult leader speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, and Be we. <laughs> um, it felt like you were doing the as you wish. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we also we literally just wrapped up Agency Mini Nine, which wow. was wow, wow, so much fun. And I, I'm gonna have to learn how to like voice to text my computer for at least a week to get my finger. Oh, that's my jam. That's what I do now. I know. I just don't think that any of the things understand my words um, at all. <laughs> at all. Well, you can blame Siri for that. I don't know. Maybe I don't speak English well. I think you're just fine. <laughs> I think you're just fine. Well, Siri doesn't understand my yeah. accent. Anyways, um, we just wrapped it up. It was phenomenal. It was fucking amazing. It was brilliant. Um, if you're like, oh my God, I missed it. You did. Um, and the next one isn't until probably in six months. Um, I don't actually have the dates in front of me. I don't think we've set them. Um, and the truth is we do it twice a year, but we've been contemplating only doing once a year. It's and we're, we're, we've got a big team meeting coming up. So get on the wait list. And um, we'll let you know when the next one is. It's yeah. profitapplies.com slash mini. It'll put you on the wait list just yep. for that. Um, anyways, you guys were amazing. You're awesome. And my only ask is that you take some action this week. Take messy action. Take that information because once you start to take action with it, it becomes less overwhelming. Next- if you're wondering what mini is, it's a oh. seven-day brief snippet of our fitness business coaching program. Sorry. Uh, I thought they were all on the cult. Yeah, so they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, we're not speaking a uh, language that only cult members know. Um, and uh, it, it will help you lay the foundation of who you are, what it is that you do, what you actually offer, um, who you're trying to connect with, and then how do you communicate that in a way that attracts those clients to you? Yeah. And that's the key. You know, Once you understand those things, what do you do with it? It's how you put that all out there and, and the way that you're speaking and the things that you're saying are going to attract the clients that you want to work with. So it's like an amazing week. Uh, it's absolutely worth uh, you like exploring that. Whether you've been in business for two months or 20 years, you should do agency mini. So get yourself on the wait list. Go to ProfitablePilates.com slash mini. Yeah. Uh, and then we're couple weeks away from getting our thasses on a plane yeah. and going to Cambodia. We'll be there for a I while. And it's actually going to be really exciting because they've been making some massive changes to the infrastructure there. Yeah, crazy which changes. part of me is like, I really, I'm, I'm grateful for the sidewalks. It does mean I won't get ran over by a tuk-tuk, but also <laughs> like there was something cool about like walking right Felt next to one of those a massive like huge buses like just like going by it totally does. um um and so anyways we are so excited to be um going there we've got an incredible group our house is full if you are like someone who's like makes a makes we're taking one of the two rooms that our manager has oh we are yeah we moved her out well not moved her out but she sent her kids to her dad's, their dad's place. Oh, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, because we needed the rooms. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so cool. So anyways, we'll be there for a few weeks. And if you are wanting to go on the next one, because the reality is, is that unless you really love flying by the city of your pants and booking a 
trip across the world in two weeks, or maybe you live in Thailand, you want to come. If you can go to lesslielogan.co slash retreat. Very you, easy to come from Singapore, P.S. Yeah, P.S. And also like Singapore, India. Uh, you know, it's all very this, quick. Yeah, it's all very, very quick. You can also come from any other place in the world. It's just a little longer. Um, and then November, uh, we'll be, I'll be in Chicago with Erica Quest. Uh, so we've got some workshops going on over there. And Stay to s- tuned on the Instagrams for that. Yeah, or our email list. So, you, you can know, do that too. you can do that. Um, Go to opc.me slash email Oh, perfect. Do that. And then we'll on December, we'll be back on our winter tour. We're actually um, in meetings as we as this episode drops on what that tour is going to look like and cities and all that. So we should have those details out and they will be, of course, announced here. But mostly if you are on the if you're on the email. Yeah, but it's actually opc.me slash emails. Oh, I got that wrong. It's plural, plural, plural. The team will get it. Okay, yeah. we want to get uh, all into Daniela, but uh, first we have an audience question. We do. We have a question. So uh, this week, um, we had a question from when you were recently in Poland yep. and you were there uh, teaching a workshop and it was basically, uh, was mostly about contrology, right? I mean, it was a con- it was a classical Pilates conference. Yes. And it was you and Karen Frischman and then... Also, Jay zoomed in, right? Yes, Jay zoomed in. So fun. Yes. Amazing. It was so fun. I didn't know he was going to teach a, a two-hour mat workshop. I thought he was just going to like do a Q&A. And so because Jimmy Buffett died, I went and had margaritas with a couple of girls who were like, I don't know who Jimmy Buffett is. I'm like, oh my God, well, we must go have margaritas. And we had a margarita upstairs and we came downstairs and I jumped into the mat class. <laughs> oh, like you do. I was so sore the next day, but I think it actually helped me relax. Anyways. Well, the question that you got there was... How is it possible that you do all the things that you do and still have a life? How do you balance your work and your life? So I loved this question. Shout out to Ivana. She asked, actually, she asked Jay a really awesome question similar to this. Oh, really? Um, She asked him, like, what do you do about the clients who just want you to, like, work them out? You know, <laughs> and uh, so he was honest. And then she, which is like a question, like, I think people have these questions and they don't ask it. So clearly people think I have a work-life balance. And I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> balance is a lie. And what I told, so here, just here's the thing. Our yoga teacher, Brad, he told us that balance is the art of not falling over, right? Like in a handstand or a headstand, the ability to hold that is you maneuvering between like leaning too much one way and then you correct and then you might overcorrect and things like that. And so what, um, what I try to get people to understand is like, stop striving for balance. Also what balance is to you on a Monday is very different to what balance to you is on a Friday. Or if you have kids, maybe there's a different version of balance when they're in school versus when they're at home. And so, Mm. so I don't, search for balance. I search for making sure my schedule fills my cup every single day so I can show up for what the task is at hand. And I try to make sure it's really hard for us because there's two of us. And so sometimes when you're working is different than when I'm working. And sometimes you have a question about work and I'm like, but I'm not working right now. And so what I, the whole point and the answer is this is first, we actually do have a free webinar about how I create a schedule, um, which also talks about my scheduling tool. But you can just, you can enjoy that or just watch that. I think it's called, I think it's, is it ditchingbusy.com? Yeah, I was just looking that up. I think I'm it's almost ditching. positive that's what it is. Yeah. So ditchingbusy.com, it's a free webinar. It's all my business stuff, but like it explains how I create it a is. schedule. Ditchingbusy.com. So it's free. Go enjoy. It's how I create a schedule. Yeah. It's also something I teach in Agency Mini, but what every morning has in it are the things that help me fill my cup so I can show up for the rest of the day. And I also know the signs that I'm out of balance. And I think that's very important. Mm. What are the symptoms that you, like, are you cranky? Do you snap at people? Are you exhausted at the end of the day? What are those signs so that you can actually look at the next day and see if there's anything you can take off your plate? And ladies, I know you don't like to cancel your friends. Like, you don't want to be that person, but you can just say, I'm actually really overwhelmed right now. And there's nothing more I want to do is see you, but you don't want to see me right now because I'm not going to be the best awesome person, that is way better than you showing up. Why? Why are you laughing? I'm just remembering that dinner. What dinner? The one where we had someone tell us that they just weren't oh. <laughs> ready to be present in this exact moment. <laughs> um, so I'm going to excuse myself. 
Yeah, she already called her Uber, by the way. Um, I, you know, part of me like is like, hey, look, preempt it. Don't show up and then leave. That's try, weird. try to do it before you get there. Anyways, <laughs> because like also, it just is so weird. Uh, but the reality is, is you have the more you get to know yourself, and the more you acknowledge, like that when you just say, like, I am not in balance right now. I am out of balance. Mm. That can take a whole load off, and then ask yourself. What happened to get you here? Are you maybe like when we have a launch going on, you think agency mini is balance? No, no, no. Here's what we do, though. So we can show up. We have our morning routines are on point. We have our food delivered. Mm -hmm. We do not miss our workouts, but we do not go out to dinner with people. We do not take phone calls from friends. We try to remove everything else that from that entire week if we we possibly can. Yeah, if we possibly can. We are really clear, like the beginning of the week, we can probably have a meeting or two. But towards the end of the week, it's an absolute zero. No, nothing other than that. But the week before and the week after we are giving yeah, we're, our, we're giving ourselves but we're also giving ourselves an opportunity to get things ready so we can be so we're we're sleeping we're we're making sure we we have time to ourselves in fact we take days off so the point of this is to sum it up too long didn't read watch <laughs> the webinar and to stop trying to find balance and just be honest with yourself are you in a season where you're building something up yeah if so what are you going to do to rest and repair and refuel and if you're in a season of like, hey, everything's flowing smooth, then enjoy that and let your creativity juices fly. But stop going, oh my God, I've got to like, every day's with the perfect day. This is not the 1950s. And by the way, y'all, they were not actually that happy. All the movies make it look like they're so happy. They were having Manhattans every night and like not telling each other what's going on. So I, no. I, think, I think that <laughs> the, um, the idea of like balance with work and life, ultimately it comes down to the decision you make uh, in and what's going to what what's too much you'll know because you're very unhappy you're fried or you're you know all those things Mm -hmm. and realizing you know when you've crossed that threshold of holy cow because like you know i mean we are business owners right we work all day work all day every day but we don't think about it that way i'm not like if something breaks at 10 p.m guess what? I have to fix it. Have to, you know? So, but, uh, you know, I might take two to 3 PM and take a walk, you know? So it's a choice of what you're doing and when you're doing it. And what you need to realize is that you're, that that's where that balance is. Is like, Hey, you know what? I have a light afternoon. I think I'm going to take advantage of it. Like last Friday, I went out to, to lunch with our neighbor and I mean, I haven't seen him in like six months. So it's weird that we live next to each other and we never get the chance to go out. But I didn't have any meetings booked, which is abnormal. And I was like, let's take advantage of this and actually take the afternoon. And we went and we just hung out. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes that happens. And other times I have to work during the afternoon. And that's okay. Yeah. And then just like a quick tip, if you are someone who's an over scheduler, you see an empty space in your calendar, and you're like, yes, I can fit that in. Then you need to block in like actual like schedule actual rest breaks. Yeah. You also cannot do I everything. I had to put lunch directly into my schedule. Yeah. That's like actually. If I don't remember we, to do. If I don't have lunch in my schedule, I forget to eat. I think we did that two years ago. Yeah. And it was like one of the best things that ever Super happened to healthy. either one of us because yeah. nobody books calls. Anyways, there's just different hacks you have to do. And then also just because the people around you are hustling like crazy doesn't mean that your hustle is something different. That reminds me, and we'll end it on this. Kareen, episode 53. Come on. Um, Was it 53? I feel- I'm, we're going to find out. Um, she, uh, she said, might've been 23, but I feel like it's 53. I feel like she wasn't as early as everyone else, um, my friends, but she said, all right, you were definitely off the mark. 27, 27. Well, the 23, my second guess episode 27, um, Kareem Walsh, Kareem Walsh. She said, don't let your hustle become a hassle. And I think that that's is right. when she said that, that's kind of like a, a, like a, like a thing. Like if I feel really like I'm working really hard, if it starts to feel like a hassle, like, oh my God, then I go, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. When did I say yes to these things? I think ladies, we try to do everything all like someone I just followed posted something because like, I don't know which magazine put Paris Hilton on the cover and they're like, look, she's like rocking being a mom and a full-time business owner. And this, she's got all the things figured out. And I was like, what the fuck? When are we going to stop telling ladies that that's possible? No fucking way. Paris Hilton has it all figured out. I, no offense, Paris. 
you're awesome. But there's, you have nannies, you have housekeepers, you have chefs, you have cooks, you have someone organizing your sets. The way they wrote the title was as if Paris Hilton is like doing it all. And she can because she has a team. So if you are solo, you cannot do it all. You can only do what is possible in the amount of time you have. And the more you take care of yourself, the more you can get things done, period. Okay, now. Let's move on. Send your questions in to the pod if you have them. Yeah, ask those questions. (laughs) We love them. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food in your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Daniela Mastanek-Young, a former intelligence officer renowned scholar on cults and the compelling voice behind the memoir, Uncultured. Her life journey from the confines of a religious sex cult to the front lines of the U.S. Army is a testament to resilience and the power of transformation. She's a badass. She's a badass. (laughs) She's an intelligence officer in the military. Yeah, in her like mid to late 20s. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's, by the way, also- Who was in the field. In the field. She was one of the first women allowed in field. And also she ran a virtual Boston Marathon and she won for the military. And like, yes. Really? And yes. And How she do you do that? And she met Obama. She was one of the few officers like invited. Yeah. Oh no. No way. Yeah, you gotta listen to the book. You gotta do it. We like we have like this is by the way, this is badass. Like, you know, fucking amazing human being. I listen. I found her on a cult show I listened to and I DM'd her and she was like, yeah, sounds so fun. And she like, I was just like, oh my God, I'm getting Daniela on the show. <laughs> she's so great. Anyways, um, she's just really honest. And also she did all of that without having a formal education. You guys, she didn't go to school until high school. So like, really? yeah, the oh, children of, no, the children of God don't teach them how to read anything. Yeah. Party Anyways. Time. Um, okay. You got to read the book. Uh, warning. It is difficult. There, like, There's a trigger on like the sex abuse that is in there, but it's also so important that we actually know what these places are doing because um, you got to know the science, guys. You got to know the science. So go read the book. Um, uh, so, okay. I loved so many things, but she, she gave advice on what a cult disguise could look like. And of course, she said, nobody joins a cult. <laughs> and that's true. Like, yeah. That, that I found... I found really interesting, you know, that you don't realize that it is what it is. Well, everyone else say, I would never join a cult. Right. And it's like, okay. Well, me neither. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and of course not. But like in LA, there's so many cults. There are so many cults. Oh my God. There's so many cults. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's an Air One cult. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a small one that I, I don't know who's leading it, but I will say like. There were some, well, there was there, first of all, Nexium was notorious for doing their workshops in LA. Sure. There was Landmark that everyone and their mother was like trying to get you to come to their graduation, which is by the way, was a cult. Um, sorry, they're, don't sue me. Uh, <laughs> but like, there's so many in LA, obviously Scientology being the biggest one. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Every time we drove by that church, I was just like, oh my God, can they see us? Do they have our license plate number? Drive fast. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she said no one joins a cult. They join a group that is doing something that is feeding their soul. And um, even there was like yoga classes that were so cultish. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just, what? I got to hop in here. I just found a Yelp listing for the top 10 best religious cults near Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Is one in Topanga? No, um. I mean, but it's funny. They're like, it's very, it's a lot of churches. Yeah. Uh, so, but the, 
But people join a place that feeds their soul. They join things that are doing like this. They join things that are like making an impact on the world that aligns with your values. And so she actually said that people listen to this podcast are likely to be people who could end up joining a cult because you are seekers. Seekers. You're seekers of yep. information. That's right. And so um, so they give you these big missions. And of course, you want to be part of it. Um, now, there are just groups. I like to think that we are just a group. Uh, but she said, like, there are some red flags that you should look into, especially in the recruiting thing. So kind of we'll get into that in a second. But like, one of the things to like, be aware of is they do things in a coercive place. She called it bounded choice. So you think you have freedom, but really there's this coercive control. There's this like pressure. Like you think you could like maybe not come on a Thursday, but then everyone's like, why aren't you here? For example, one of my clients went to this weekend event and she decided she didn't like it on day two. So she decided to come to my class. And in my during my class, her phone was texted four times. It was her four times in an hour going, where are you? Why don't you come? Why don't you get on a call with us? Let's see if we can get you back. It's like, if she can't miss the third day of something she paid for, it is her choice to not be there. If you are like dragging her back in, there's something weird going on. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just wanted to rip rip down the top the 10 oh. things that she does like how she considers a cult defines a cult yeah sorry. let's do that so number one there's a charismatic leader number two there's a single sacred assumption that all of the people assume uh number three there's a transcendent mission number four there is self-sacrifice required five limiting access to the outside world six unique language meaning like like we were joking about at the beginning of this episode about agency agency mini. And if you don't know what that means, then you're not in the cult, right? Like that's the unique language. Um, uh, then the next is uh, an us versus them mentality. Then exploitation of the members, um, high exit cost. Maybe you lose your community, your friends, all that, your ostracized. And then lastly, it, um, it, it sh eventually shifts into and ends justify the means mentality. Oh yeah. So here's what's interesting. While I was in Poland, um, one of the people I was talking to, they had they had stopped working with one of the um, groups. I won't name it in the Plies world because they had this like summit where they brought in all of their teachers and they said, "Well, these things are the things that you can teach, but if you want to teach these things, you have to be part of the inner circle because it we have to trust." There's you. a fucking inner circle. She said. She, yeah, they fucking said inner circle. I'm like, oh, do they not know how to build a cult? You're not supposed to actually say that. <laughs> That's the quiet part. You don't say out loud. <laughs> By joke. Fucking but seriously, like that. And, and, and someone else we coach was like, I want to do this thing. But like, it's not clear if I can do this thing. And there have been people who've done this thing and they've been kicked out. And there's other people who didn't do this thing and they didn't get kicked out. And, I, and the particular thing that she was doing. The reality of kicked out, that's, the, that's one of the problems. Right. I mean, it's a problem. And I said to her, I said, you're in a cult. Now, it might not feel like one, but the fact that you can't provide this thing that is in no way a threat to them, and in fact, all it's doing is propelling the mission that should be theirs forward, that scares me for you. Yeah. And the fact that you're worried that you could be ex, like excommunicated, ex, is that the right word? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, that makes me nervous. That's very That's not okay. But yes, excommunicated. But, well, um, so some people say plies is their religion. Uh, but at any rate, like it shouldn't, if you have those fears that it, that could be your own family, by the way, like if there are things you can't sure. say or do or be in your own family because fear of like them not speaking to you, that's a little bit culty. Yeah. I mean, and, we, we were just, um, in England and we were with one of our uh, members who married someone from india oh and yeah she is from england and she's not the same religion oh she's australian oh sorry she's australian living in england but she's not the same religion and his family cut them out yeah that's fucking cult yeah so um so and you're probably wondering how's this be it till you see it because you are a seeker and i want to make sure you're armed with the right information so that as you're being it till you see it and as you're getting information out there you don't end up accidentally in a group that is using you yeah using your amazingness and we'll talk more about that in the next week's episode because that guest on narcissism amazing anyways i can keep going but you should tell us what you loved yeah so i thought this was interesting uh in that she had a couple of examples of cult leaders that you would know that i don't remember their names but 
She oh, said, I know them all. <laughs> she, yeah, I know you know them all. Um, if people are self-proclaiming that they're a guru, be cautious, be aware of this. Because, you know, when, when someone puts themselves up on this high pedestal um, and then tells you, you know, I am the authority uh, or I am the guru of the thing. I have all right? the answers here. I'm the one who knows I'm the closest to, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she said, actually, in fact, coaching can become this. Um, teachers can become this. Uh, you know, anybody that you put in a place of authority. She was talking about, like, you could be doing everything right. And then, like, somehow it shifts and suddenly it, like, becomes a cult and not, like, a group. Right? So, um, the reality is that if they are out there telling you that they're the only authority, that they're the only one, or that they know what's right and they can, they can, they're the only one that can help you, like all major warning signs, yeah, right? That you've got somebody who, you know, is totally a narcissist, which we are going to talk about on our next episode, and they are effectively trying to manipulate you. Yeah. Um, whether they realize they're doing it or not, they're doing it, Right. Whether yeah. you realize they're doing it or not, well, hopefully you can identify that they're doing it. I think this. it was after we ended the podcast, I was talking about how like, you know, you do sales calls with people and we're very clear with people like this might not be the right group for you. And it's not because we don't want to help you. But if we're not the right person, like I joked on the podcast before, like I'm not a taco. Not everyone's going to like me. Sure. That's okay. Because like there is someone out there who can lead you in all the different things that we do if it's if I'm not the right one or it's not the right time. And it's important that people know that. And I know that like when you're lost, you just want answers. Yeah. But you have to also remember like you have everything you need inside you and really just surrounding yourself with people who want to support and guide versus that's, be that's the hero. Key. That's key. Someone that's who's exactly going right. to guide you from this point to that point. And that doesn't mean once you get to the next point that they're still your guide. You might pick up a different guide along the way. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, that's like the language that they're using, the, the way that they portray themselves, the way that they perceive themselves. You might not be able to understand all that right away, but you're exactly right. Like the person who wants to be there to support you and your growth and be a guide along a path that they may have already taken, that's a win. But a person who is like, oh, I can show you how I'm the only person that has been where you are. I know how this works. You need to listen to me. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, so she actually, like one of the things I was talking about the 10 things and uh, the 10 definitions, like how she defines a cult. Um, and she said the second one, which I thought was really interesting, is a single sacred assumption. So all the people in the group have this single sacred assumption and you can't, you, you better not say the other way because then everyone's going to be like, what are you saying? Right. The single sacred assumption. Um, so uh, she was talking about Nexium and Keith uh, Ranieri, and he told all of his Nexium people, I am the smartest man alive. Oh, yeah. And everyone fucking believed him. They just went along with it. So as a group, everyone was like, oh, yeah, Keith. Yeah, he's the smartest man alive. He's the smartest man alive. And it just was like inherently indoctrinating all these people with this weird decision that he's like, I'm the smartest man alive. So guess what? Everything he says, they're going to fucking do. Mm -hmm. Because he's, why would you defy the smartest man alive? He's so smart. Right. So, you know, that's like, you know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's just really fascinating to listen to this conversation. And then, you know, she talks about how, um, why she didn't become uh, like a uh, a life coach and instead decided to get degrees was because of her experience being in cults and seeing how it's very easy for like life coaches or coaches or teachers in general to cross that boundary and become like yeah, cult and leaders. I also I also think that like it's probably not intentional in the beginning. I don't think it starts off intentional. No, in in the beginning because like I think like first of all, especially if words of affirmation are your love language, like people are telling you, oh my god, this helped me. Oh my god, this helped me, and you're like, oh my god, I have to get this out to everybody, and then like you keep going. And then at some point you don't have anyone around you telling me, telling you like, no, like I'll have these ideas and you guys are very qu quick to go. I love that idea. Not for now. Or actually like, let's, if we do that, we do this. And not to say that I, I'm going to become a cult leader, but I, <laughs> but like, 
it's important to have people around you who will like challenge you on your ideas. It doesn't mean I won't fight for them, but it also keeps me from like just continuing to go as if I'm the only person who knows what the fuck is the right thing to do and then bringing all people along with me. And so I know, I don't think people are born going to be a cult leader, but it, 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 they can go that way because unless you watch the umbrella Academy. But yes, no. I didn't. Oh, really? I didn't. I'm not watched that. <laughs> you didn't. It's okay. The Umbrella watched, Academy is a sci-fi show where this one of the characters inadvertently becomes a cult leader, and he's like, "I love that I'm a cult leader. This is the most amazing thing." It's ridiculous. That's, you don't have to I I watched How to Become a Cult Leader. Yeah, which is like just like a little satirical because it's like obviously it's just it's really about like how these people became leaders, and um, I think it's I, I I really enjoyed it because in case anybody in your family is in one that can be extremely stressful and it can also take you off your path of like what you're doing on this planet because you're, you can't snap them out of it. Like it, like you telling them they're in a cult is just going to make them stay. So at any rate, like, again, I really wanted to have, I also think, I think like liberating people from cults is a whole nother conversation. Oh, that's a whole nother, that's a a whole nother conversation. It's also, if you're wondering if you're starting a cult right now, chances are unlikely that you are since you have that self-inflection go yeah it's like the narcissist thing go and look at her top 10 things read her book it's so so good oh which is called uncultured uncultured read her book because i also really listen to it i really loved how she shared she used the things that she saw in the people of her of the children of god when they when mistakes happened and she saw it in the face of the men in the military when something happened she's like something's wrong here like she knew yeah. and so like i think that's really good information and i again i wanted to have this person on because i as you listen to this and you get inspired by people we've had on the podcast or and and you're working on taking the next step in your life it's so easy for you to end up go going off your path of being it till you see it and being on someone else's path of a cult so anyways yeah well let's uh let's do the big action items. yeah hang out real quick we'll be right back all right loves it's super important to me that supplements i take are of the highest quality and that's why for three years i've been drinking ag1 Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Daniela Mastinek-Young? What are your favorites? Yeah, so her bold advice was, uh, imagine yourself, like, so, okay, just to clarify, she is, I can't remember what she studied um, when she went to school, um, when she she went to Harvard. And mm-hmm. uh Anyway, I can't remember exactly the degree she got, but it was something to do with like sociology and, and the study of um, people. 
And uh, she said, imagine yourself when you're 80 and ask, how do you start to backwards plan your life so that you can get to that place? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is like old school advice. I, you know, I heard about this when I was, when I was younger, but it's something that you kind of forget about. <laughs> you, yeah. And I like bringing it back and being, and, and like looking at it and saying, well, what does 80 look like for me? Do you want to be surrounded with like 8,000 grandchildren? Do you want to be on a sailboat sailing around the world? Do you want to be retired in Asia? Do you want to, I don't know, whatever. Like my parents version of this would, and this is me guessing, but my dad has always loved the ocean and my mom loves it too. And so they've always wanted to be at a house uh, near the water and they've been planning for it almost their whole life. Like literally it took them like almost 20 years to get a house near the water. They got a house 20 years ago that was two miles from the water. And 15 years later or 16 years later, they finally were like, this isn't close enough. And they were, the whole time they were there, they were shopping for the right house, right? So they were thinking about these things decades ago, right? And so what do they need to do in order to retire near the ocean? They need clearly have to have a place to live. So they worked backwards from this ultimate dream that they had, this vision that they had of themselves when they were retired. And like it, it continues, right? Like my mom got this, uh, uh, this she had this idea uh, where they got this house that uh, about three or four years ago now, and it was not in great shape, but my parents love projects like this. They do. And my and your sister picked up another project. She got, it's in the blood. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, my mom's mom is now in her mid to late 80s. And, you know, uh, there may come a point where she needs like in-home care. And so my mom thought, well, what if we took this house that we want to retire in and we created like a first floor plan where we could have like a guest house on the same level as the primary plan of the floor so that you know, if you're 89, you're not going up and down stairs, basically, right? And so they've been already thinking ahead, planning, hmm, maybe we could support, you know, grandma. Mm-hmm. And then someday that might support them in that same house, right? Yeah. So they're just, you know, thinking ahead, working backwards from this ultimate vision that you have for yourself. And this takes inflection, time to sit down and actually yeah. think through it. Do you want to know what's cool about this also bold advice? Tell me. The way fitness works is like if you want to be able to pick up your grandkids at 80 you have to be training your body for that now yeah and yeah, at like the age of eight so yeah you, know, you might have already missed the boat you did um <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding but like but like seriously because i think i started around 32. yeah so but yeah. you have like if you picture yourself in your old age like if you do want to go up the stairs if you want to like have your beautiful house, like beautiful master bedroom suite with a balcony, whatever, then you have to be able to go up the stairs at 40 without even thinking about it. Yeah. And maybe you have to yeah. go up 50 flights of stairs so that like as we age, like things like decline. But it's really incredible because I have seen people in this, you know, age is really just a number because like I've seen people at 80 who can do things that like you're like, whoa, that's phenomenal. Like there's a 63 year old woman who was like doing this like crazy deadlift that like- Two, 200 pounds, she 250 was, pounds, 200 pounds. I saw There that. was another woman who was deadlifting as much as you and my dad was. And I was like- Crazy. Okay, I need to step it up if I want to be, because I'm 40, she's 23. So like 23 years older than me, I better get going if I want to be able to do that at 63. Anyways, I love that advice. Okay. Yeah, well, t- so if you're stuck and trying to figure out what life could look like for you at 80, Daniela's advice was- Go through all your senses. Mm, yeah, this is okay. Great. Focus on your senses. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? Tasting? Feeling? Uh, what is it? What is that? What is happening around you? Um, and then, how can you plan your life backwards from there? Uh, she said that we only have one life to live. We all know this. Um, but she asked, "What do you want out of it?" Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know. I think it's funny. Like we have these ambitions and these goals and these things, but like, do we actually sit down and say, what do I want out of life? You yeah. Know? So do that. Do that. Okay. All right. What about you? Well, after that, I don't know, but <laughs> uh, I actually really love this. She said, um, 
in relation to like bold advice, like getting advice from others, she said, listen to all of it. And I was like, okay. Like when she said that, I'm not going to lie. And said, I was like, should you though? Like, cause should like, you though what? Listen to all the advice. Listen to all the advice. Yeah. Okay. Like getting advice, um, like, you know, getting advice from others. She said, listen to all of it. And I was like, ooh, I disagree on this. But then she said, however, yeah, if it's negative advice, only listen to the people who've done what you're trying to do. Which is like, drop that fucking microphone. That is humongous. Like it's such a, that was such a light bulb moment for me when she said that. I was like, oh my God, I, wh- how come I've never thought about that before? Right. Like, you know, um, we, we talk, like we have people who want to do on-demand memberships. And since we, we do them, yeah, I say, hello, I think it's a great idea. I can absolutely reach those needs. Here are some things you need to keep in mind. And it's not to deter but it's to actually like, if I could do it all over again, knowing those things, what would I have done differently? And because no one's going to get it right the first time, you can learn from that. Yeah. And so um, anyways, I thought that was really, really, really great. And well, I, I think so. So here's a good example. Well, she had a great example of her own life. Oh, go ahead. So but I share it. Do it. So she wanted to um, write a book. And yeah. she wanted to write it like at the book Educated inspired her. And she's like, oh, I want to write that. And there's all these naysayers. You Which can't is an do epic it book to, about cults. P.S. It's educated. It's less about cults and more. It's uh, it's more about not right. educating. It's, it's a story of a woman's experience um, where she grew up in what yeah. she didn't know was a cult. It's a cult of her family. Yeah. Yeah. It was a family cult. So, you know, um, but. And she and it's about like people who are living in rural areas who are not educated you know um so anyway she wanted to write that book and people were like you can't do that there's that's not going to work well no they said that there's no way you can beat educated educated was such a, a box office hit as far as books go you know don't even bother trying yeah and but four years later she actually did it and um and it was along the lines of educated yeah and the glass castle and you know what's really funny is roy vaden who was on a couple weeks ago he actually has a really big thing that like you when you're pitching an idea you actually should pitch it in the vein of comparing to something like saying it's the educated book but for cults or like it's this for about like the american idol version of this and it's because people can't envision something that's brand new if it's never happened they need to hear how it's like something else so but she listened to the people who'd written books who are the, like what their advice was so that she could still do what she wanted to do and not like the people around her going, Oh my God, you'll never beat the number one best selling book on this topic. Right. You know, which is like, well, how do they know? But like, especially when it's your idea and it's baby. And this goes back to Nicole Mitchell's episode. Like you have to like be mindful of who you're telling information to, you know? Daniela, you're phenomenal. Congratulations. You are just getting started really on this incredible journey and the impact you're going to make um, yeah. on this planet. Yeah. Not as a cult leader, but as a guide on like how to make sure that we show up as boldly as we can and make the F- make have the effects we want to have on this planet, but um, without getting involved with a cult. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you listen to our interview recaps, our FYFs, and how are you going to use this in your life who are you going to send it to? Um, we want to know. So tag Daniela, tag the Be It Pod. And um, oh, by the way, if you don't watch the pod on YouTube, uh, this one has got uh, multiple things going on because shout out to Daniela who can knit yeah. without even looking down Oh yeah, and talk the whole time. Yeah. And look, true supporters of the pod watch the YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah, just so, saying. Yeah. Dad, that is self-sacrifice. So Brad! Just watch the YouTube no. channel. And if you don't watch the YouTube channel, then you're out. <laughs> There's a JK on all of that, you guys. Have a great day and be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. 
It is produced and edited by the Epic team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website and finally to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Daniela Mastinek-Young? You're so good at it. You're so good at saying it. Her name? Yes. Oh, I listened to her say it three times so I could make sure I got it. <laughs> you know what's, here's the thing, you guys. I ask everyone how to say their name before I hit record. Yeah, every time. And I swear to God. I mess it up every time I say it. <laughs> so I, I say it and they're like, yep, you got it. And then I hit record and then I'm like. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Especially when it's your idea and it's baby. And this goes back to Nicole Mitchell's episode. Like you have to like be mindful of who you're telling information to, you know. Did you just shock yourself? No, I just. Long story. Okay. Okay, because I heard it in my ears. Yeah, it was my ring and I pinched it and it just shot out of my hands and hit the microphone. Oh. <laughs> okay. I like you do. Anyway, squirrel. <sighs>my coffee lovers i got something for you and i know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go in fact i know the plaza instructors around here are taking coffee kombucha tea and water into every class that they take so this one is amazing because this is pure cafe bold they have two options for you they've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte which is amazing and here's why it's amazing it's pre-brewed so it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right. Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients this natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being and seriously it's actually super simple to make leslie and i have taken it camping yeah i'll use it in the afternoon we're taking it everywhere because i'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee it's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane and the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet so it's like it's really kind of amazing yeah and i'm i'm a big fan of the caramel myself he the does caramel like has it. a little bit of uh of milk in it so. it has some dairy so my dairy free peeps you you can't do the caramel but you can do the black right yeah the black coffee is vegan keto gluten-free non-gmo nut-free dairy-free fat-free and cgmp compliant all right so here's the deal you need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee b-e-i-t-p-o-d.com slash coffee and when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase, or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!